Last time on D&D. So the group managed to get the town of Wrightburg, which is a logging town that is on the outskirts of the Great Vale Forest. Recently, that town has been <coughs> under troubles as monsters and creatures have been pouring from the woods and have been making the lives of uh, the people that live there torturous and awful. So you're heading to the Great Vale. The party is currently in Wrightburg, and you have just fought off a team of werewolves, or at least what appeared to be werewolves, from the center of town. Oh, and you know, Karis almost died, but did, did. and then came back. Karis did. Karis did die, yeah. dead. This is true. Karis was struck by an errant swing of a scythe and nearly bisected. But, no uh, one's to blame here. Her strange and tattoos. I, no, I the cards are to blame. I'm That's not pointing true. any fingers. <laughs> cards. Cards. Definitely cards. Cards. Only cards. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and something about her strange tattoos pulled her back from death. As a player, I'm just saying we should just skin her. <laughs> Get rid of the problem. Good luck. <laughs> Sorry, Karis. We're just gonna flay you alive. It's okay. We'll cast Yay! heal. We'll cast heal on you afterward, and you know you'll grow new skin. <clears throat> that's the plan. Yep. No, it's not. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's one. It's a it's, plan. It's a plan. <laughs> a plan. It's that a plan. <laughs> Maybe it's. I didn't say a, it was a good plan. <laughs> Maybe it's not the plan, no. but it's it's a plan. Yeah, that's definitely how I would. Work I'm it. trying to think of my options how, here. How many plans do we have? Is that the one. Yeah. Number one plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, plan number one: flay Karis alive. Okay, well, I can't just kill her; she'll come back to life. Yeah, you could also just not kill her. No, I need to get rid of the tattoos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Evidently, that's not going to do it. No, killing her is not going to do it. Well, Skinning then the tattoos her, will be evil, and then the skin will just kill you. And we'll burn it, and we'll keep burning skin. it, and then we'll bless it, and. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah, that's how that works. So, did we just all wake up? Or is it just the morning? And we're getting ready to... Oh, we're heading out, that's right. Yep. Yeah, the party was was leaving and heading deeper into the forest. Alright, so let me go ahead and pull the map for you. Nom nom nom! Okay, and just as a... For consistency's sake, the time is currently 10am, Thursday the 24th of January, the year 763. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> Soul has less than two months. It's great. Oh, this is good. That's uh, uh, 56 days, I, I should have told him the summer. I should have told him the summer. 55 days, somewhere in that range. Oh, this would be great. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. All right. <clears throat> so, party. Um, 55 days to find out how to death-proof Soul. Yeah. Why do you all think I'm going to die? No, but that's the objective. If I can prove that you won't die, then you won't have to hide. That's that's true. Okay, do it. <laughs> but death- don't kill me. I know how to death-proof you. Yeah. You're not going to like it. No, Karis wouldn't. <laughs> well, we already had I definitely I'm going to try and find out from our top researcher in the field before I pre- move forward with that. So, we'll find out. But let's do so, in character. 
All right. You guys are heading out of Reitberg into the Great Vale. Was there anything you wanted to do before you left or on the way to in particular? No, we're fully rested. Just checking, right? Uh, you should be. Let me see here. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, there are some combat buffs still on for the previous combat, so let me quickly remove those. <clears throat> I don't know if I should be rested. I would like to be, but I probably am not. All right. Uh, I don't think anyone has anything planned before we leave, so I guess we're just heading to the Vale, right? Yeah, that is correct. Okay, to the Vale. To the Vale. Get my my hunting hat, monster hunting hat. Okay, so as the party leaves, Karis is going to approach Lavette and uh, have a short conversation. One moment. So Karis is going to pull you aside and um, ask if you have any qualms with helping her obtain a body. She needs to replace Alpha, and having uh, one of... Uh, uh, replacing Alpha with an ogre is probably not the most inconspicuous way to have a guardian, so she she needs to acquire a human corpse. Willie, how long are you willing to wait? She has a bit of a hundred yard stare, and she's like, the sooner the better. I'd rather not just pick someone at random. But there was a small chance that Vera and I might procure one when we get back to Hartenshin. She nods, sort of non-committally, and then goes back to her position in the in the party. If we come across one, I won't tell anyone. Let's put it that way. She she gives you a half-hearted thumbs up. Alright. We're are, we're walking because we can't have our horses <clears throat> in the forest, right? Yeah, it, the, the the turn to be somewhat difficult for a horse, so it's probably okay. best to walk. Does Archie have his dog with him? Um, if you want Archie to have his dog with him, it... no. I was going to ask if we could find if there's any. Well, does there seem to be anyone trustworthy in town? I mean, Bert Burkoff. They all the love dog. you. Yeah, I was going to say all they all love us. But that's like I don't know if we go that far, but. She's like worried that the, that they're gonna be in like paranoid about dogs mode. Well, you think Burke Burkoff is gonna eat your dog while you're away for an hour? No. Wait. Who? No. I don't. Well, not until <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> Does this look like the kind of man who would just eat a random dog? I mean, kind of. That's a man that looks like fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> it looks like a Santa Claus is pushed too far. I think, unfortunately, that's Santa, that's if, Santa Claus. If Santa Claus who, had uh, to go on, that's, uh, that's Santa Claus who works at Walmart. I was going to say so we can, this was Santa Claus that has to personally punish the kids on the naughty list. That's, so we can wow. just say Lavette left the dog with Bert. Okay. The party, right? But I'm like, if if we don't have our dog when we get back, the party leaves the, their puppy with Bert Burkoff. So you guys are walking south of town toward the Great Vale. Go ahead and mark that on the map. It's fairly chilly out. Like, it's it's a nice brisk day. 24th of January, early morning. It's, uh, we all have long sleeves. Yeah, it's it's the, the temperature's hovering right around freezing. No, we don't. Your, your breath So is... 30 degrees Fahrenheit? Is that considered freezing, then? Uh, the, 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 freezing, the freezing point in the Fahrenheit system is 32 degrees. Oh, well, yeah. That's nothing. <laughs> so, your breath <laughs> It's like that right air. now. And the sun is sort of dimly cutting through a relatively thick cloud cover. So it's sort of dim out today. The woods aren't helping. 
because the trees are fairly thick grown together and the forest while healthy is still very ancient so there's a lot of trees growing on top of each other in here so if you don't keep your bearings too closely you could lose your way now luckily the ground is cold enough that your footprints are easy to tell where you're stepping that and we have an amazing druid who has a great survival check didn't i like fail it in the deadlands yeah i mean we role-played it but that was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> but but now it's so much better it's true you've level come a long six way. that's all i got that's true i do have like one more point in it <laughs> cut to Anyways. Right. So is there any place in particular of the forest you're trying to get to, or are you just wandering the forest till you find something? Uh, does Vera have any, uh, did they get any dreams, was it, of, like, the location, like, visually? Um, of the, of the specific exact location, yes, but not how to get to it. The details okay. were semi-fuzzy. So it'd be more of a feeling of where you're going, I guess? I mean, I guess we could always just, like, go through and just... See if I can find something that looks familiar. Okay. Sounds We're good. looking for the Stonehenge thingy, right? We're looking for some kind of rune. That looks right. like Stonehenge. <laughs> Why does it look like Stonehenge? Because that's how it was like described. It was pretty no. much like just the way is you know, like I think the stones stacked on top of each other, right? Right? Was, I'm, I'm pretty uh, sure that's I'm what I understood from yeah, it. So so what was described was that the druids have a circle here. Uh, there, there's yeah. a druid circle in this forest uh, with a Trilithian gate. So there is a litho gate here. So yeah, there is a circle of stones somewhere in this forest that acts as their hub of their their circle. Stonehenge. Yeah, <laughs> like circle. Sure. Sure. Oh, sure. But I, but I think that's different than what Vera is. Yeah, that's oh, really? true. I think. Yeah, Vera is yeah, something different. Yeah, I'm looking for a, a rune uh, from Mellifera's path. Oh. I assume it's at stone. <laughs> Could be. All right, let's look for your rune, because we're here for you, boo. <laughs> mm-hmm. No <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right, one moment. I need to take Screw Loose to a different channel. Cool. Oh. Hey, buddy. Uh-oh. So, um, let's see. You're, um... You haven't fed in a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's starting to it's starting to get a little bit more insistent. So uh, um, you're gonna do this while you're gonna do this <clears throat> while I've had a couple. Oh no, no! I'm just letting you know it's getting bad, so you don't have to do anything yet. But uh, okay. it is it is gonna the penalties on your character are gonna go from negative ones on every stat now to negative twos on every stat. Oh, you're oh. Uh, you're getting a little bit. A little bit tired, I think, is probably a way to put it. Also, um, yep. you're you're far enough away from like any population centers that you're you start to feel kind of lethargic. Like you're kind of start you feel you feel yourself slowing down both physically and mentally. Oh well then. Ha 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 ha! I have prepared then. That's true. This is this is role play. That's this a role play is... aid you're drinking. <laughs> Okay, so I need to talk to Karis, see what... Because my guess is that lesser souls don't count. Okay, well, you, you can always ask her as you guys are walking. Do you want to do that now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, well, uh, let's do... Let's As we're walking, I try to, as clandestinely as I can, ask 
Karis about okay. the hunger and that right, sort hold, of stuff. Hold on just one second. You wait you wait here. I'll be right back. Yep. Can I get a perception check from everyone else? Yeah, you can. Okay. Cool. That's gonna be RG too. Please, 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 please. That's a, it's a 21. 24 for me. 21, 24. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And, uh, so, and then 12. Okay, that's fine. That's, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, so it's not too, too terrible to notice, but Vera, Sol, you both noticed that Marcus very... Uh, he attempts to be subtle and talk to Karis like, <laughs> away from the party without anyone noticing. The two of you notice. All right. Oh uh, yeah, back. especially because his stealth is a fucking nine. Yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> okay. Well, that didn't work. <laughs> Not as well as it, we, you had hoped, I'm sure. So anyway, you kind of pull her aside. Well, you get her attention, and she kind of looks at you with kind of a, a weird. She kind of regards you as, well, we'll like say respect out of fear. I think is probably a way to look at it. Okay. You can tell that she right. she regards you as something that is dangerous. I guess is a way to put it. Like she doesn't she like doesn't a feral like feral dog. Kind of. She doesn't hate you and she doesn't pity you. You get the feeling that she probably doesn't regard your feelings much at all. But she definitely sees that you are capable of some dangerous feats of power. Anyway, that aside, she she, she she does, like, step back and, and say, what do you want? I want to know, is there a way to stave off the hunger? Specifically, would potentially consuming lesser souls, such as animals, would that be a way to maybe not combat any hunger, but at least to prevent it from growing? She thinks on that for a minute and then says, I don't believe that it works that way, but you you can try and see if it would help. Okay. I, th- I think what what you need to survive isn't found in animals. Uh, damn. Okay. Just planning for the future just to make sure. I don't want to create a situation. I want to essentially, I, I, I want to make travel with me as safe as possible. That makes sense. I will think on this, and if anything, if I can think of anything helpful for you, I'll let you know. Thank you. Outside of, <laughs> outside of killing me outright, of course. Of course. She she stares at you unblinkingly. <laughs> uh, you know, for somebody who's been dead, she, you'd figure she she would understand me a little bit better. <laughs> is that is that an aside as a player? That's an aside as a player. Well, <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean. Oh, I, actually, you know what? I ask her. So, you died, correct? She nods. Did you see it? Was it nothingness? Was it just black? She shakes her head no. What was it? Imagine a maelstrom of enormous size, siphoning energy and souls into it. They were coming from everywhere and moving to one central point. I was anchored to the ground couldn't I couldn't pass on but everything else around me was flowing I was like a a stone in a storm it was you were you were you were essentially a boulder in a raging a raging river everything passing you by but you were st- you were stuck she nods something like that 
Um, as an aside, that wasn't what my character felt, correct? What? From uh, that's w- when Garvin apparently. That's not what he experienced. From from what part? At what point? From my memories, from my the dream that I had from his thing. That's not what he felt. He no. He no. It was I, just you saw me essentially. No, the the memories you have of Garvin are everything that happened up to the point where you ate him. So okay. you you don't. Like, Garbin did not pass on to the next world. So, those memories aren't... Like, that that memory doesn't exist. It never happened. His soul never passed to what Karis had seen. To that that maelstrom, that hub. Okay, that makes me feel really really bad. It's the reality of what you are. Ah, that makes me feel real bad. So, yeah. So, Karis saw that, basically, uh, firsthand and came back. So, she now has an understanding of... Uh, at least a m- slight understanding of of the process of death. So, it uh, Which, probably just made her a have... better. It probably just made her a better necromancer, actually. <laughs> uh, I, I, would that uh, would she potentially, with some study, have a better understanding of me? Potentially, but you don't really act in that cycle, which is why probably why she really just dis- like finds you as distasteful as she does. Is because you break the cycle of things. Like even even murdering someone is better than what you do. Oh. If that makes sense, right? Because at least yeah, if you no, murder someone, their soul moves on to the next whatever, whatever. You know, it moves to that hub, and then it goes about its afterlife. Um, yeah, you, yeah. You prevent you you basically you step in and you stop that and then divert that energy to other purposes. Oh God! I hope when I die, the souls are released somehow. But I don't think that's how it works. Oh, mm. that's gonna make, that's gonna depress me a little. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes me a little depressed. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, uh, it, it, yeah, yeah. But she she basically says that if she can think of anything helpful for you, she'll let you know. All right, on we go. All right. So, yeah, those of you that noticed that noticed that. Okay. I think I, I would like to say that I think Soul and Vera just looked at each other, like saw it happening, and then just shrugged at each other and kept walking. Is it against <laughs> the nine that he rolled for stealth, or is it against the DC you picked? Um, it would be against. <clears throat> well, I mean, honestly, the nine. It, it wasn't a very good attempt. So, it was yeah. terrible <laughs> stealth. Pretty much everybody clank, clank, noticed. Clank. Yeah, he, he's wearing that. his breastplate now. Well, he's not yeah, used to the sounds he makes. Breastplates aren't really that loud. Let me have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give reason, okay? He He's sucks like, guys, don't look. I'm gonna go sneak away. <laughs> no, that would be a one. Yeah, that would be a one. <laughs> um, Literally says sneak, sneak, sneak as he walks. <laughs> <laughs> or does like Looney Tunes noises, like doom, doom, doom. The whole time. Okay, anyway, so they, they just him. come back and they're talking now, or? Um, or... Yeah, they, they had a hushed conversation behind the party, and now they makes his way back up to his normal place in marching order. Okay. I look kind of concerned. Even though you didn't notice it? Well, I noticed now. Karis kind of we... still has a hundred yard stare on her face. Really? A little bit, yeah. Do we she's notice kinda, that? She's kind of staring off in the middle distance. <clears throat> I mean, if you look hard enough, sure. Kelly, so you okay? Uh... I'm fine. Is this... About the Alpha, is this about something else? I don't know what you mean. Sol looks suspiciously at Karis from... Because I assume it's like Sol and Vera in the front normally, like, even yeah. in the cart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, especially right now, just because, like, I'm looking for something in particular. 
and I'm just kind of being a lookout in general. Mm-hmm. Ooh, if it keeps getting darker, though, I'd like to put out some dancing lights up. Okay. Um, I'll also cast okay. light. So if you throw out a dancing light spell, uh, okay, in that case, Levette throws out a light spell, and Karis will sure. also throw out a light spell. A so you've got you've got I'll light sources on the party now. And it's not... And now our human can see. And that's not Yay. super dark, but it is dim. <laughs> Humans, Even plural. still, it could get... Oh, right, Karis. Uh, no. <laughs> wow. She's a monster. <laughs> wow. 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 That's... That's harsh. That's some evil, evil uh, yeah. commentary. Yeah, and all the symbols on her are evil, too. Yikes. Fuck those. <laughs> When did I become a paladin? <laughs> <laughs> I would like a survival check from Vera. Alrighty. You got this. I don't got this. You don't got this. You're gonna die. Hey. Yeah, you that is it. a 27. 27 adjusted. Okay, so, Vera, you you sort of have almost a sixth sense about this. You are guiding the party through this forest. And it's not so much that you've been here before, but... You you have you, know, you have a tie into nature, you know. You you're, you as a druid have a sense of these sorts of things, and you can feel some natural energy that flows through this this forest, some life, some primal life force to this place. It's almost pulling you in a direction, and you think that you've tapped at least maybe even not even fully consciously, but you have tapped into the ley lines of this area that is why it became a druid circle in the first place. And you think you know where to go. All right. So you are traveling deeper into the forest until you recognize something. Just a snippet. You see a tree that looks somehow familiar, even though you know you've never been here before. And you know, you think you have an idea that if you were to go one direction, if you were to go west you would run into the area from your your vision. And if you were to continue southwest, you think you would make it to where the druids built their circle. So I'm going to go ahead and put some pins on the map here. So I guess the decision is yours. Oh, there is no decision. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> Let's go find your room. Do, 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 do. Um, like the whole the whole saving the town thing is like secondary here. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you say that in character? No. Okay, that's good. Sorry, I try to use the other voice just because I can enunciate better. Gotcha. Well, I just wanted to check, just okay. in case. Well, that would be cool with that. All right. She really so, care about those people. She just cares about Vera. So the answer, the question is: southwest or west? Do you want to continue along the ley line, or do you want to veer off and go to what you believe to be the old? Lost I want to group Vera off. Uh, I want to veer off. You got it. All right. So in that case, <clears throat> you take a step off the ley line path that you're following, and the party travels west for a little bit longer. I'm going to crank the time up. It's about noon at this point. The sun is at its highest point in the sky, and it's still somewhat dim in the forest because of the the overcast nature of the day's weather. And you arrive at a place. We arrive at a place. You arrive at a place, and I'm moving everybody's minis. Oh my god. Oh my god, my god. Alright. Oh my god. 
Oh shit. We have tokens going on. That's noteworthy. You gonna okay. put it in your obsession log? <laughs> oh. Wow. No. Why? <laughs> no reason. That put stuff I'm obsessed yeah. about in my obsession log. Like soul. I'm sorry, what? I don't put soul in my obsession log. That would be weird. They would not fit. So, you arrive... You walk into what appears to be a clearing in the woods. In the center of this clearing is a stone slab with uh, three steps leading up to it. It's a pretty large stone slab. There in the clearing appear to be bones. Uh, Lots of Yeah, and we all see the bones. You all see the bones. So here is what I'm sure Karis is excited. She actually still has that 100-yard stare. She She is not really focusing on anything. Really? Really. Okay. Uh, just because this is more Vera's territory currently, and do I see anything that could hurt us currently? That could hurt you. Make a perception check. Okay! You ask Yo, no! You asked if you could see something that could hurt you, I'm going to ask you to make a perception check. Uh, soul, soul rolled a 12 plus 12, adjusted 24. Do I notice anything that could hurt us? Well, unless the skeletons on the ground like suddenly rise up and start attacking you guys, no, not really. The area is pretty deserted. You don't hear anything. Uh, there's no, not not even like nature sounds here. It's it's very quiet in this area. Okay. I don't like um, bones. Bones is bad. I'm gonna go in front of Karis, like eye to eye, and kind of like wave my hand in front of her she, face. She blinks a few times and kind of looks at you. What what what's going on? Are you... Are you okay, Karis? She looks embarrassed for a second. So uh, I'm sorry, it's... It's been a lot to process. What this been out of the pluses, guys? She, she um, looks at you like you're an idiot. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, what... What's, have you been... Never mind. <laughs> Does she appear to she, be she, hurt at she all? She kind of, like, squints at you. No. No, she no? seems okay. she seems whole and in one piece. She doesn't have. I any... mean, talk to me about. Actually, the let me let me go and remove some injuries here. Karis kind of like she says that she's had a lot of a lot to process recently. She's I... sorry that she hasn't been more cheerful. If you want to no! talk about it, <laughs> uh, Sally, you don't have to be cheerful. I just I'm worried about you. She nods. <laughs> that that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Just keep us posted uh, about you, your mental state, if your body starts glowing, tattoos and stuff. You know, average things. I usually can't see the tattoos because of the clothes. Yeah. I don't really care for them, you know. So looks like they relax a little bit with that comment. See, how deep deep is she going to go about this? She'll explain that she was forced to get these tattoos after various rituals were done and the whole experience was pretty fucking terrible for her because the cult that she was part of didn't really believe in painkillers or anything like that. Mm. So, wasn't exactly... I know it's not your fault that they're on you. I'm sorry that they are. And so it looks like they want to say more but they instead turn around and go to where Vera is which is closer to... Vera. I uh, lift up my staff and I will say in Druidic to uh, communicate with Mellifera. Mm-hmm. Is this the place? You feel a power rise up in the staff 
and you hear the buzzing of bees and other winged insects, and you are filled with a sense of purpose. Is it at all possible to also hear said bee noises? No, no. Only Vera okay. hears that. Only Vera. Okay. Only Vera hears that. So what What do I see? What you see was a stone slab. The stone slab has some carvings and other symbols in it. Uh, there are three stone steps leading up to the stone slab itself. The stone slab has a central dish-shaped area carved into it. There are two smaller dish-shaped carvings to the left and right that looked like they were to hold some sort of incense. It looks like this was some sort of altar to worship some primordial god of one kind or another. Uh, it's possible that the people here were trying to worship Mellifera, or just some aspect of Mellifera, but not in the same way that you do. So it is a fallen cult of some form. Whoever the, the <clears throat> bodies that you're surrounded by, you're not sure what killed them, because they're all in pretty advanced stages of decomposition to the point where it's just destroyed bones now sticking out of the ground in various places. You believe that this must have happened years ago at the state of the the area around you. Do I see any, like, pendants or anything? You do. In the dish in the altar, there is a pile of human bones. On that skeleton that looks like it was dismembered, and then laid in that dish, and now it's picked clean by whatever, either ritualistically eaten or possibly just decomposed over time. But on its body is, uh, well, rather wrapped around the neck, is a necklace. I will, I will grab that. All right. Uh-oh! <laughs> Era, this place is giving me the creeps. Uh, I look around. Well, it doesn't really seem like there's... Anything uh, dangerous here? Okay. So Something pops up. You the, lied to me! <laughs> the necklace itself looks like it's made of gold and crystal lattice sort of structure to it. It's a lot of hexagonal symbol. Like It's a, it's a hexagonal design motif to it. Okay? Okay. So it is a necklace, but it's also very wide. It looks almost, if I were to compare it to, like, human cultures on Earth, I would say probably Egyptian in, in size and style, but with a hexagonal motif. It's made of, uh, like I said, a gold and crystal, see-through crystal sections. So you're not sure if it's maybe some sort of either polished opal or uh, quartz worked into it, and the entire thing feels warm to the touch. I will uh, put it on. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. You uh, low swagons. It, you put it on and it feels warm but yet somehow heavy uh on your on your neck and shoulders. Like mm. heavier than it should be. But at the same time it also feels right. It does feel right. Yeah, baby. Sorry. <laughs> you don't see the immensely concerned face I'm just looking at <laughs> Kyle. With. I'm just like, mm, "Okay." Right, uh, while so, they're over there, I kind of want to talk to Karis. Alright, one moment. I need to make an item and add it oh, to yeah. Vera's inventory. Ooh, do you get cool buffs or anything? I don't know. Ah! Maybe it's just a dope and heavy necklace. <laughs> it's like a big Just block. like flame of flame! <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs> <laughs> 
She's got you've got a big know. clock on your necklace that's got the wrong time on it. Constantly. So I'm throwing a amulet into your inventory, Vera. You now have the Hive Queen's amulet. Oh, that's red. It like Dude, I said, what does it, it do? It feels <laughs> heavy on your shoulders, but at the same time, it also feels like it's totally dormant. Like it's sleeping somehow. What does it do? What does it do? I don't know. It doesn't say. I, I, get, I get real close and look at it. Like real flipping close, like to see, like to almost like poking it. Okay. Do, do, do you mind? Uh, hold on, one second. Marcus, don't touch it. That's Vera's new special thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! I don't know what it does. Is it possible to do a praise on it to figure out what it does? A praise would tell you how much it's worth based on its craftsmanship. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one I get. Yeah, spellcraft would uh, would tell you whether what its magical properties are and what its enchantments are. But it, like I said, it feels like it's dormant currently. So whatever at, whatever enchantments it has on it aren't active. I look What's over. What's the money wise? I, I, I look over at Soul. And says shit's haunted. <laughs> no, you. It's got ghosts mm, in it. Of course, <laughs> shit's haunted. Moves haunted. Is that right? Traps, reloads gun. <laughs> Moves on it. I th- I think that I need to bring this to my temple. Uh, hopefully that will activate whatever is inside of it. You're not leaving right now, though, right? No, I don't need quite yet. Okay. I'll probably go tonight, uh, and then I'll come back. Okay, but, I mean, while we're in the forest, maybe we could solve the whole werewolf problem. Har, har, har. Well, <laughs> we, we could always uh, take a break right now. I could... Uh, over there quickly and uh, come back. Uh, it, this could help us uh, deal with that problem. Do you mind if I hold on to Hummel? Uh, sure. Is there a reason why? I just... Zol looks really embarrassed. I just like having some way of having you around. That's all. It, um, I uh, really... Um, don't mind me! <laughs> I, uh... I suppose if uh, it's alright with him, and I'll uh, take Hummel out. What do you think? Buzz, buzz. <laughs> but what does he do? <laughs> well, Hummel's gonna dance. Makes honey. Oh. <laughs> I. Is that a yes? <laughs> that means what, what? give me alcohol. Hummel, <clears throat> Hummel what, what are you doing? You, like, I was asking you a question. Soul gets a little closer. Hey, buddy. Would you mind staying with me while. Uh, Vera goes and spends time with her, uh, siblings, um, and, you know, she'll be right back if you don't mind spending some time with me. And Sol kind of, like, reaches their finger out for him to crawl on. Alright, Hummel's gonna, like, walk over to it, cross Vera's palm, and, like, look at your finger, and then climb onto it and (gasps) sit there. That's adorable. So, like, looks like something clicked in their mind. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, hold on. This, okay, I know Soul is they, but you are now a Disney princess. <laughs> I think Vera's sure. the closest thing to a Disney princess, actually. Dis- pretty Vera's our modern Disney princess. <laughs> a pretty sad also, Disney princess. the mental voice I have for Hummel makes this even more perfect, because I just, like, since he's such an alcoholic, I just imagine him with, like, a, a fucking, I don't even know, I don't want to, I don't want to name the accent wrong, but, like, my first thought, you're like, you want to stay with me? And he's like, shut the butts. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> uh, like somebody who's been uh, smoking for 20 years. 
So Sol's like got a hand under their finger just in case he falls, even though he has wings. <laughs> and they, they look up at Vera like their eyes are huge. Um, when you come back, can I ask you some questions about Mellifera? You're free to do so anytime. Yeah, but I want it after you figure out what the amulet is, because I know time is of the essence. All right, uh, and I will uh, take off my apiary as well and just leave it here, just like on the side of the altar. Okay. And I start performing the ritual to return to the temple. All right, that's a little time consuming, but if the rest of the party wants to wait, they can do that. Yep, it's like 10 minutes. Yeah, so 10 minutes later, uh, Vera fades out of existence. Uh, Meanwhile... Oh no. Levette, you wanted to talk to Karis. Karis, alright. Is that in um, private? Yes, this is oh. related to the other private conversations. So One moment. Yeah. Okay. Kelly's. Mm-hmm. Um, will any of these corpses suit your needs by any chance? You say that, about two seconds pass, and then she looks startled by what you said. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Yes. I think well, these will be. Well, these will gone, this would be the right time to get those on. Uh, I can dyslexia I mean, first, it's not really something I can do in secret. Gasling the bones? Well, I mean, not with everyone standing here by the altar. It's going to be a bit I, difficult. I get her attention. I, it's, I can't really carry one of these either. Like, I would have to do everything here, oh. and I couldn't really do that without them noticing. So I figure oh. I may as well just ask. Okay, well, before you do that, Callis, what is going on with you? I mean, I know it's happened. What's going on with you? I keep seeing everything over again. It's um, it's hard to process. It's it's like reality sort of peeled back a little bit when everything happened, and it hasn't really come back together fully f- for me, if that makes any kind of sense. Are you still you? She holds up her hands, turns them over, and looks at the fronts and backs. I'm not sure. I think okay. I'm still me. I hope so. If you need or want to talk about this at any time, I don't know if I understand, but I will try to listen. I can understand if it be a little process. I, I understand. Thank thank you. I would okay. um I would give you a hug if it probably wouldn't kill you. <laughs> I did that one time, but uh I'm not in the mood of pushing my luck lately. Alright, well, okay. I suppose I better ask them then. Yeah, I suppose we better. Wish me luck. Alright. Alright. Okay, so Karis and Levette are going to walk closer to the middle of the group, and uh, Karis looks to, at each of you, well, each of you being Marcus and Sol, Sparrow's step it out, and she says, I, I have a question to ask you two. Uh, Sol's mouth kind of twitches, but they still smile. What's up, Karis? Um, Alpha was destroyed a little bit ago. Yeah. Yeah, we were, yeah. Uh, I would prefer to have protection. And I think given the circumstances, that's quite reasonable. So I mean, looks a little confused. Well, there's a lot of material around here that is not buried and it's not exactly going to use. Oh. Well... I don't think any of these people worshipped Mellifera, per se. But I think maybe it would be best if we ask Vera when she comes back, just in case. Because uh, I think it's fine. They obviously have been dead for a long time. I just want to make sure we're not desecrating 
her religion, you know? Or, you know, um, it's pretty nice. I mean, like, it gives shelter to, like, practically homeless people, and they're all, like, siblings, so I would rather not have that happen to them. Well, if if they are. It's the souls of the people who died. <laughs> would only animate the bodies. And um, they vowed, and you know, these people possibly, maybe she doesn't need to know about it. But I would know. And I would know. Well, that's why we're asking you. Pleasant. Um, mm. That's why I want you to wait for Vera. Um, I do believe that uh, <laughs> I'm the perfect example of asking for forgiveness. And so, so um, although I'm, <sighs> does reanimating these corpses have any effect on the souls that were in them? No. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, oh, uh. soul kind of fidgets uncomfortably. Mm. <sighs> On the one hand, it's really nice to have a um, a sponge to absorb all the attacks. Oh, believe me, Elifaz was in a sponge. <laughs> <laughs> See, right? So I would say limit it to two. I think we only need one. Well, I don't know. Have alpha, possibly... then you're gonna have beta, or is this gonna be beta now? Uh, Soul <laughs> consults Hummel. <laughs> Hummel, do you think Vera would be mad if we used the skeletons? Buzz once for yes, say nothing for no. Uh, question to to Vera. Uh, does Hummel understand common? Yes. Okay, cool. He, he a smart boy. <laughs> uh, aw, he studied. Uh, Hummel kind of like wiggles his butt. Which is neither yes nor no. Well, I said no noise for no. He's just dancing. He dances. Yeah, like, his wings flap but don't buzz. It's like, yeah, his, wing, his wings are moving but he's not making noise. But he's definitely he not, also not step. sitting still. So you feel like he's found himself a third answer. Does Soul feel that way? <laughs> They're kind of stupid. What? Insight. Oh, What's an insight check? Sense motive. Sense? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) My worst skill. It's a six. A pure six. No buff. Boo-doo-doo. Your worst is Then it's whatever whatever you think it could be, I guess. I think Hummel says it's okay, but I still think we should wait for Vera. And Soul's just kind of grimacing. Should we go to see what Vera's doing? All right. So you finish your ritual. And you fade into the temple, uh, like you've done many times. And you feel the the familiar energy of the of the temple, of the the buzzing of the the hive above you. And now the uh, pretty sizable amount of people you have uh, in your flock, uh, which I believe is twenty four at last count. So you talking about that? Yeah, you've got a pretty sizable group of people there that are that are worshiping uh, and going about their daily lives to the point where now they've started to uh, reorganize the interior of the temple to be more living spaces. Okay. So it seems less like a traditional like worship temple and more like uh, a compound to live in that, that okay. f- serves like all all basic functions that are needed. They your people of course greet you as they normally do. I think it's going to take a bit longer, like, on this visit, just talking to all the people, mm-hmm. seeing how they're all doing, yep. how they fared. Yep, and they go and they relay their, their stories to you. Some of them had difficulties getting here. Some of them uh, had to pay off either 
brigands on the road or corrupt guards, but they all made it here safely in one way or another. Okay. Some of them, some of them had to deal with wild animals, you know, things of that nature. But like I said, everybody made it here in one piece. So you've got twenty-four people. Well, two with maybe it's twenty-three. I think you still have one guy in uh, Hartenchen recruiting. Yep. So the rest of your of your group is doing their thing, and you feel the energy of this place kind of like seeping into the necklace you're wearing, into that amulet. And it's feeling lighter, I guess is the way to put it. Hmm. I think I'll bring it to the altar. Mm-hmm. All right. You take it to the font at the, the front of the temple. And I'll uh, put it in. All right. You place the necklace into the font, and it is submerged inside the, the honey. There is a golden glow that comes from it. And when you pick it back up, the honey seems to have like laid inside the hexagonal insets and inlays in the necklace itself, and have mm-hmm. like turned it almost into a turned the opaque polished opal or crystal parts into what looks more like amber, uh, and it now feels light in your hands. Then, mm. of course, the honey comes off immediately without actually it, it. It behaves more like water on this than than honey. Okay. That's one nice thing about this stuff, is if, if you reach your hand in and you don't want to pull out the honey, then it, it doesn't stick to you. Ooh. If that makes any sense. That, that's useful. Yeah. <laughs> After that, I'm going to remove my amulet of uh, natural armor, because I don't think I can have both on. That's correct, yeah. Uh, and I'll put the amulet under my, uh, like, through my hood, so that's actually on, like, my actual neck. Mm-hmm. And this is where that... All right, hive games... Queen's amulet is now being worn. Okay, so when you put it on, um, you get an interesting feeling. It is now attuned to this hive, and what it's going to do is grant you some bonuses. You gain plus one to all of your saving throws. So let me mm-hmm. drop your natural AC down by one since you removed that one, but all of your saving throws go up by one. Okay, so your new saves are 7, 6, and 10. Um, and you also have a sense, you, you, you're filled with a sense of calm. Um, and the next time you, you go to speak and say something, your voice, like, resounds throughout the entire temple. Ooh. You speak and everyone here can hear you. And is that something I can control? Yes, it's something you can control. So it, it appears to be a function of the amulet that whenever you are in the temple or around your faithful, you're able to speak with all of them as if you were standing next to them. Ooh, very cool. It's not loud, exactly. I don't, I don't mean it to say that you're speaking and then, like, your voice is, like, booming and, like, echoing around everywhere. It's just, it's almost as if you're speaking to everyone directly at once. It's like a hive mind kind of... Uh, yeah, sort of, yeah. Speech. Yeah. All right. Uh, after that, I think I'm going to uh, kind of meditate a little bit, and I, I want to... See if there's anything Malifra wants me to do with the members that had died uh, near the site. Okay. Because as for, like, my thoughts on that, Mm -hmm. are that, like, we'd probably bury them or they'd be, like, part of the hive. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as for utilizing their bones, like, Vera would be fine with her, like, body being used for the hive. So, like, as long as it's being a service to the hive, it's fine, I think. Mm. All right. So you, uh, you meditate... And try to commune with Mellifera, and you uh, again hear that familiar 
buzzing as the, the hive above you sort of pulsates and buzzes in unison. And you can hear this voice coming up uh, from within. And uh, it asks you, what do you need? What should I do with our followers that have fallen? They lay in the open. Those who fell in the Great Veil, you mean? Yes. Yeah, Malifer will say then if they were truly faithful, then treat them as one of the hive. Of course. Thank you. And I will uh, get up, and I'd like to uh, talk to everyone in the hive, and just tell them that uh, I'll be looking for uh, people to come to help with building out the temple to create more room for people to live comfortably. Alrighty. I will uh, go to start the ritual, then I'll look back and look at my staff again, mm-hmm. and say to uh, Mulifra, We almost didn't make it in... Uh, the last town, there was quite a few werewolves. And I would take from the honey to improve my abilities, but I'm always reluctant to entertain more power. I remember what happened last time I had more power. I didn't use it. It didn't go as well as I had planned, and I'm hesitant. What do you think I should do? Your hesitation is warranted. Taking more power than you can handle can turn you into the beings that inhabited this temple when you first arrived. That's true. You will know when you're ready. Thank you. Thank you, sister. And then I will uh, start the ritual and head back. Alright. So some time will pass, and eventually Vera will wink back into existence by the altar. Now wearing a, a necklace that looks slightly different than the one she was wearing when she left. Uh, instead of being uh, gold and clear crystal, it is now gold and amber. That's cool. Oh. What are we doing? What does it do? What does well? it do? What does it do? I can talk to my followers with this. Oh. Ooh, fancy. And quite useful. All of your followers? Yes. Well, those within the main hive in here. Oh. Saul looks really disappointed. Was in the main hive. Which is one is the main hive. Well, the hive is where the temple is, but any group that I trust is technically a hive. Can you use it to communicate with us? I don't think so. Oh. If if uh, I was able to, you would have already heard me. So I mean, you could always uh, join. It's always a free offer. Soul has an undescribable face current. Describe it. Yeah, that's, um, that's not <laughs> helpful. It's it's one of those where like it looks like someone's thinking, but you can't tell what they're thinking, like whatsoever. Like it's not even an emotion. Like doesn't they even have an emotion. Face going? No, they just look like they're thinking. Like their mouths kind of like cocked a little, their foreheads a little scrunched, but you just don't know what they're thinking. Sure. And they kind of, like, hold their hand up. I took good care of Hummel. <laughs> it's much appreciated. Hummel's dead. Thank you, so. <gasps> <laughs> no! Hummel's not dead. Cool. He's in the cage with Blue Regard Q Kazoo. <laughs> Blue Regard Q Kazoo became a, a skelebird for an you. Animated, right. An animated skeletal canary that I believe is still sitting on your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Vera... Karis had something she wanted to ask you. Oh boy. What is it? So I asked everyone while you were gone uh, for their opinion, and they said that I should wait until everyone was back. So 
I prefer to travel with protection, and since Alpha was destroyed, I would like to replace Alpha with another guardian, perhaps multiple. And I figured I should ask permission before animating Bones. Why would you need my... Are you talking about these? The followers? Yeah, she she sort of like looks... She sort of gestures to the entire clearing, which is, like I said, strewn with the corpses of humans. So Vera will put her, like, hand just on her face, just trying to... Then kind of slightly worrying. I did want to... How many would you resurrect? She sort of scratches the back of her head. That's... I don't mean to be pedantic. That is not the proper term. Resurrection implies that I would be pulling their souls back from the beyond. What I what I seek to do is to simply animate the remains that are left behind. Their souls, wherever they may be, or will be undisturbed. Well, wh- whatever it is, how many would you be raising? She nods to in- indicate the correct term. Um, I suppose the, the limit would be based on you, not on me. If you could raise... Would you be able to raise all of them? She takes a moment to count. Hold, hold on, because I actually haven't counted them myself. <laughs> this campaign is about uh, to get very different. It looks like there's ten total. Wow. Yeah, ten. If we're counting the one in the altar, she says there there are ten. Um, but the way that the magic functions is, I can only control so much power at a time. If I were to raise all ten, then they would be relatively weak. Uh, I would prefer to raise a smaller number of stronger guardians. Four probably would be adequate. Two, if you feel like I shouldn't have that many. Alternatively, I would be... I would I would find one to be acceptable. If we do this, I would request that you help me bury the ones that remain. And I would like us to ensure that we can bring the remaining ones to the uh, hive uh, so they can be buried later. But as for now, if their bodies are able to be utilized by the hive to protect us, I don't see anything wrong with it. She nods. And well, that's she, a little more excited about that than she meant to let on. She uh, she nods and she thanks you for your pragmatic view. We have uh, been of great service to Melifera. Any follower of hers would be ecstatic to have what remains be utilized in this fashion for now. Would you like the rest of them buried here or brought with us to be buried at the temple? Well, the question is, how would we get it there? We'll, have it, we'll just put it in the cart. Dude, it will be so great. We'll get into an accident at some point, and <laughs> bones will just spill out of the cart of all different creatures. This is what happens when you like, travel in uh, I can explain. Or better yet, when we go back to Hardenshin, and they're looking for Vera, and they, they inspect the cart, and they don't find Vera, but they do find shit tons of bones. The, the complete skeletons of ten dead people. Ten dead oh, people oh. and an ogre. Would I presume that the person in the altar... Would be a parasite or a follower? Uh, it's unknown. They were wearing the amulet that you're currently wearing, so it's strange mm. that they were in there. But you also know that these guys were killed by someone else, so it's possible that whoever killed these people did that to the, the leader. Yeah. You're not sure. But yeah, it does look like the, the, the previous leader's bones are were placed in the altar. Either okay. that or the previous leader, for some reason, removed their own amulet and put it on that body, which seems strange. Well, is there any way for us to transport this to the cart? I suppose that if we were to go to the uh, Druid Circle, we could come back and then bring the rest to the cart later. Solid science to me. (laughs) I can get behind that. 
Uh, yes, we should build. The extra hands will be able to help us bring them as well. Soul holds their hand up for Marcus to high five. <laughs> <sighs> they lower it so he can high five it. <laughs> oh, that's ouch. That's nice. Everyone make a perception check. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. What? We're fine. <laughs> Underneath has killed Marcus's balls shrivel up even more. <laughs> that is an 18. Okay. 13, 18, um, 9. Nat 20! Ooh, nat 20! 32! Okay, uh, you, you go to low 5 Marcus, and you notice he looks a little more gaunt than normal. His eyes look a little sunken in, and he looks a little thin. You're not sure. We, we all notice this? Uh, no. Just Soul. Just Soul? Just Soul. Marcus, are you okay? What? He looks fine. <sighs> I've been feeling better. I, I've felt better, uh, to be honest, but go team. Soul kneels down immediately. They put their hands on Marcus's face. Marcus, <laughs> promise Marcus. you're okay? Yeah, I'm fine for now. It's fine. We're good. You promise? I promise. If it's a problem, you'll be the first to know. Okay. And Soul puts their forehead on his for a moment and then stands back up. Aww. Adorable. Adorbs. Very adorbs. <sighs> Alright. We'll come back here. Bring who we need to. First, Karis has to <clears throat> get some helpers, I guess. And then we head to the Druid Circle, right? Yes, I should be able to find it pretty easily. Hmm. Not to be macabre, but is there anything of value? Oh, no. Okay. No, it looks they like they were. They don't it, have any money. It looks like they were picked clean a long time ago, and it's the only thing that was left behind was that necklace, probably because whoever killed these people thought it was tainted, in some way, or cursed. And do the bones look charred, or the ones in the altar have some burn marks on them? The other ones don't. Okay. Uh, any? Uh, can we do a perception to check to see if there's any identifying mark on the bones? Just to see if there's anything that would give us a, a clue. See if there's blue paw prints anywhere. No, no, nothing like that. Oh, crap. They are quite old and have been, like, in the open, so... Like ten years? Mm. Or more? Somewhere in there, yeah. Uh, Soul kind of shrugs and tries to stand back for Karis wherever she decides to body take. Blah. Is there going to be squishing sounds? Because, let me tell you. Kind of. Also, who here has amulet? Uh, yeah. I, I have to look at my inventory. Uh, I got my dancing scarf. Okay. I think that's considered a neck thing, so. Is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't dancing scarves armor? Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's not, a, it's not a neck slot. Okay, then I guess not. So you don't have an amulet? Nope. Uh, so, mm. uh, this might prove useful for you, and I'll offer up the uh, pendant of natural armor. Oh, yes! Yes, 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 I will take it. So was there any other uh, thing that I got from the amulet, by the way? Uh, or was it just uh, communication? Communication and plus one to all saves. Okay, that's right. So I don't know if I made it apparent when I was talking about it, but it is bound to the hive. So the larger the hive becomes, the more powerful the amulet becomes. Gotcha. So it's actually, yeah. it scales quite a bit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Soul keeps staring at it. Is there something wrong? No, I just want to talk too. <laughs> they kind of pout. <laughs> well, you know, the hive is always open for yourself. 
Well, that's actually kind of what I want to talk to you about. Oh? Um, yeah, just maybe when we get back from the whole druid thing, I just, you know, like, you call them your, like, sisters and brothers, right? They, they are my sisters and brothers. Yeah. What if I wanted to be your sister? And Soul, like, looks really nervous and their hands are just ringing. They're not looking at Vera. They're looking at their feet and scuffling. Vera's smile, like, would actually just full-on smile. Like, I would be honored to have you as a sister, Soul. Soul's kind of, like, slowly going into themselves. Their shoulders are up, but they look pretty happy. Well, um, let us talk more about that when we get back to the village and save everyone. Okay, yeah, great, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting. You're disgusting. Soul loves Vera. (laughs) And they kind of just fell into the whole Symphonia bard thing. Yeah. And who's their high priest, Biff? Ew. (laughs) (laughs) What happens if they lose their bard powers because of this? Is that how they work in this world? No comment. (laughs) I mean, aren't aren't bards mostly (laughs) self-taught? I mean, I was. (laughs) Kinda. I was under the impression that bards are basically clerics of Symphonia. Because I don't think... The same way that Vera is basically a cleric of Mellifera. Because I don't think Sol ever really cared about Symphonia. Not really. Like, it was just a thing that was like... No, but that's how Symphonia works. She's flipping. I can be flipping. (laughs) Hopefully. What has she ever done for me? Biff? No. No, thank you. (laughs) And all of your all of your abilities. All, all of your abilities. <laughs> what's what's Symphonia ever done for me? Well, uh, every every time you granted anyone a bonus to anything. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Karis is going to gather the four most complete skeletons that she finds in the area. She lays them out in a particular way. Starts taking out this black material, these little black stones, and she starts laying them around in a strange pattern. And she's like, this will this will take a little bit. Is that alright? Soul nods and actually takes Marcus's hand and like kind of guides him a little bit away from whatever Karis is doing. But and I'm very interested. In, uh, it's it's uh, We can I still haven't... see it. We can still see it from where we're at. Just a little farther. And Soul like sits next to a tree, makes Marcus sit down. Fine. He didn't help me. Fine. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, Just watch from afar. Okay, so a little bit of time will pass, but Karis moves with the, the speed of an expert and eventually has all these little black stones laid out and all this the, the four skeletons splayed out in a particular pattern. And then she begins to encant some sort of spell. You swear it gets darker for a minute, and then suddenly this purplish-black energy starts to pulsate out from her and coalesce onto these uh these four prepared bodies uh they start to like wiggle and move across the ground as they sort of start popping themselves back into place and like becoming one contiguous thing again like as the as the energy starts to hold them together as uh, as one being instead of piles of bones so we were asking about looting them before there is one thing i was wondering do they have anything on them that would identify them no their teeth no. Forensics are kind of shitty in this place, so darn. The dental records are not complete. (laughs) Karis finishes her spell, and these four figures have this purplish black energy around them that eventually fades as the beings stand up for the first time. Except they look a little bit different than the last skeleton that she summoned. 
As soon as they stand, you notice that it looks almost as if the bones themselves are bleeding. Oh! Oh, okay. That's roughly what they look like, but without weapons. Like the ones from Castlevania, the bloody skeletons. God, those things are ridiculous. So they, um... They seem to constantly weep blood, but they don't leave any behind on the ground. It's, it's a very odd-looking effect on them. So that's why Alpha had a cloak, was so that we didn't see this? What? No. When Alpha took his helmet off, he just looked like a, a normal skull under the helmet. It, it, it didn't look like these things. Why are these so different? It, they're either stronger or weaker. I don't remember. I'm probably stronger. Still gross. I don't know if Alpha was like a white or if he was just a skeleton. I'm assuming he was probably just a skeleton. Okay, so Karis basically starts, she starts speaking to each of them in turn, designating them Alpha, Beta, Gamma, and Delta. And then uh, gives them some basic orders to follow her and uh, do nothing else for the time being. So they all seem to be, you know, extremely obedient. But they're also currently unarmed and unarmored, so they're not exactly the greatest things. But Karis seems both drained and extremely pleased with herself. I'm impressed as well. Although the blood is kind of creepy. Is it going to leave a stain in the count? I don't think so. It's not really blood, exactly. I know it looks like blood. What is it? Um, it's negative energy. Negative energy is deep red? I, I mean, I, I suppose that's one way to put it. It's suffused in negative energy. The The best way to put it is it's it it can heal itself. Interesting. Let, let, me, let me show you. Alpha, destroy beta. So the one skeleton turns and just starts smashing the other one with its fists, and the other one just stands there and takes it, and it smashes it in, into, into multiple pieces, so it actually does enough damage to destroy it. So it Alpha kills Beta, and Beta is now just a bunch of broken bones on the ground. Dude, are these straight up the Castlevania bloody skeletons? That's amazing. So, I didn't realize. she orders uh, uh, Gamma and Delta to carry the shards of Beta. Okay, we're, I'm ready to depart when you are. I don't... What did we... You'll see. <laughs> of course. Also, while everything was going on, Vera was probably uh, collecting the other remains, like, into a pile. And I think an Archibald would actually probably help with that. And uh, Karis will order Alpha to gather up as many of the remains as possible as well. For now, we're leaving them here, though, until we finish the Druid thing, right? I believe so. Yeah, but we'll okay. put them in the and, and, Unless it wouldn't uh, hinder us at all. Would it hinder us? It would, yeah. It's, it's, it's too much to carry. Yeah, so... Well, we'll okay. leave it here and come I back we organize them, though, so that we can find them more easily. Correct. Okay. Fair enough. So they're they're now laid out in a mo- in a more respectful way. So as that finishes, uh, the shards of Beta uh, pull themselves back together, and Beta is restored. They are. Oh my god! It takes about an hour, but these will be much harder to destroy. Well, that is impressive, and that will probably help us a lot as the upcoming right. Speaking of which, if we are going to seek out these levels and they attack us again, uh, I want us to be thinking about how we move and act and, and be tactical so we don't probably must die again. Okay. Uh, I don't like I think... to draw attention to Vera's part on it, but I think we have learned a lesson and should create distance between one another. Spot out a bit. Karis agrees. Yes. Sol um, looks really annoyed. Are you okay, Sol? Mm. I'm fine. Oh, Anyways, look... let's okay. get going. You don't look fine. Uh, no, it's fine. I would just prefer if we... Take care of the druid issue. Get rid of anything that might be unsightly. Come back right. and take care of my my brothers and sisters. Right. Well, we're trying to do that, but if we all get ourselves killed, then that's not going to happen. Look, 
I understand what you're saying. I didn't disagree. It's fine. We're going to be okay. We win. Soul is still smiling, but a questionable smile. That said, Val, if you can stay within the uh, moving distance of me, I can help you out a little bit. Oh? Yes, I, I have some things that uh, I have played developed some of my tools for Archie to try and for other people, and I think that they would help you the most. Well, I hope that it's useful. Well, shall we get going? Yes. We shall! Let's do this! Yay us! Can I still sense uh, what direction... Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. You you feel it, it's a pretty obvious tug, so you can you can follow it very simply. All right. So you guys travel a bit to the southeast from where you currently are, and you find the Druid Circle, sort of in the center of the Great Vale. Does it look like stone? <laughs> <laughs> so the best way I could describe it is that yes, it looks kind of like Stonehenge. Nice. Yes! It is a series of standing stones. Some of them are, uh, that have two large stones with a third across forming like an archway. There's a few of those around, and they're roughly organized into a circle. There are also singular standing stones spaced out around that, forming an outer part. And the entire thing is emanating power. You get near it, and anyone here who has any arcane skill at any at any level, or divine skill in, in magic at any level. You can uh, feel the power emanating off of this thing. And what's more <laughs> is, as you're approaching, which, which is now it's about 1pm, so it's as about as bright as it's going to get today. So it's it's a little bit better than dim conditions outside, because it's still somewhat overcast. But you can see from a distance at this thing, which you're about, say, 200 feet off from the furthest standing stone. And the whole thing is probably 100, 200 feet wide, maybe. It's a large collection of standing stones. But you can feel the energy coming off of these things, and also they are covered in mystic runes, like mystic writings and markings that are glowing. Are they the runes, though? They are. Like, yes. The same symbols that's on Karis's body? Yes. Soul starch. Yeah, they are on all of them. What the hell is this doing here? We have to get rid of them. God, it would be great if we had dissolving meteor-busting fluids currently, wouldn't it? Is it, is this the same material? No. Okay. <laughs> this is just this is like standard like granite or whatever. Whatever hard stone they quarried from nearby. Or found and shaped from boulders. It's just some rock someone wrote fuck your mom on it. Basically <laughs> they wrote fuck your mom in whatever script this is and it just, you know, turned into a spell because that's the way this language works apparently. So we have to destroy it. Why? Because it's the enemy. What does that mean, Sol? Karis speaks up. I agree with Sol. This is a least okay, is it not? I wasn't the best in arcane studies, but I know how important this is. Destroying so, so what is, is a big deal. So what is the gate again? Security? Yeah, what's the importance? Do we know what the, what the importance of the gate is? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Vera so, probably would. So, so these gates, yeah, and, and, and Vera, you're familiar with these as well, just from being a, a druid. This, this is a method of interlinking places on the world together, typically areas of strong natural magic to create a network. And the druids have tended this network for eons. So this is a Trilithian gate or litho gate. Hmm. So it's a, it's a series of standing stones that, when focused and channeled properly, allow you to use it to travel from one place to another, from this litho gate to another one. And as long as you have them on these natural ley lines, they all interlink 
across the planet. So it's essentially a fast travel system that the druids can use to get around the world very quickly. Can the druids just make these, like, on ley lines, though? The stones are just there to focus the power. The power is part of the earth. So, okay. yeah, they, they, so yes, conceivably they could be rebuilt, but... That's all I need to know. <laughs> it is... It's a bitch. I'll put it that way. Yeah, it's a they're, bitch they're to build this thing. of magical engineering. <laughs> in, in a way, it's a bitch. Is Maleficent's uh, is Sting currently kind of a ley line, then? It connects As to the transportation. In a way. Yeah, in a way, but it's on such, such a lower level. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's, it's, the, it's, the, same, it's the same concept, for sure. Yeah, the kind of natural magic yeah. that allows it. Yes, because your they... temple, in case you were curious... Is on a ley line? Is on a ley line. Ooh. So, if you wanted to pour the great expense into building a Lithogate, you could do that and link <laughs> yourself into the dru- to the worldwide Druid network. So that I could be taken over by weird, <laughs> creepy symbols. Be a Druid internet troll. Basically, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! At that oh, point, like, the other oh, Druids start showing up, and they're like, "So, what are you about?" And you're like, "Maleficent," and they're like, the "Yeah, we're into Eden." And then you know that. <laughs> and you're that like, all, all Eden sucks. Like, well, that's some weak ass shit. <laughs> What the fuck did you just say to me, you little bitch? <laughs> I'll have you know I was trained at the top magic academies. <laughs> I took out a vampire. I have 25 confirmed kills. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Uh, I hit you with my husk spears from 500 <clears throat> yards away. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Look, so. they can rebuild, right? If need be, um, the druids, the good ones. The druids didn't build things. What? Your people right. did. The druids just maintained them, if I remember my studies correctly. I, I believe this has been here before. Like, would Vera know if this was here before? Like, as just a game oh, yeah. location? Uh, yeah, you, the, dru- the druids built these. Oh, they did build them. Oh, I was wrong. Yeah, no, this is these are not elven construction. Oh. If it was an elven construction, I'll tell you what it would look like. It would look trees. like a bunch of fucking... Okay, first of all, either, trees. either, trees. either it would look like a tree that had like an archway that it was growing, like it, the tree itself yeah. grew into an archway and it had like weird purple light in it and you'd walk in it and be somewhere else. That'd be yep. one way the elves would build it. Alternately, and what I what I personally think it would be if the elves built it, it would be this series of gaudy crystal pillars mm. yeah. with like oh. just all like whitewashed and shit, and everything looked like it was made of marble. Like, uh. yeah, that, that's like if it was made by high elves. Pretentious like as fuck. The most pretentious okay, architecture you can, you can come up with. Stop being so mean! <laughs> oh no, no, this isn't this isn't anything against you. This is yeah. a high elf. Yeah, Soul's a high elf. Damn it. Okay. I just think it's maybe a little offensive is all. So the the point of it is the druids built this and the druids could rebuild this if it was destroyed at great expense and time. They built this. They can rebuild it. They can just rebuild it without these symbols. We just have to destroy it. Oh my fucking. Say it. Say it, screw loose. See how much damage you get. (laughs) No. I want to play my... I want to play D&D! <laughs> make a goddamn rock pun and see what happens. <laughs> oh, one what? of these stones these can fall symbols? over on you, dude. You have no idea. Can I play this game? <laughs> Please do. Oh, God. That, okay. They can rebuild, but these symbols are evil and need to be destroyed. Maybe we can get rid of the symbols without destroying the entire thing. Yeah, can we just, like, chisel it off? Can we do that? Do we have the equipment? 
We didn't really bring chisels, Karis. This is the in. kind of logic I was trying to apply with the meteorite, but you guys didn't want to listen to me. Also, if we had that stuff, I think it would help a lot. But we, we could oh, Sol looks kind of pissed at that comment. <laughs> we could always try to scrub the symbols off. Wait, they're only drawn on? They're glowing, it's hard to tell. Sol probably wasn't looking that much at them. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you can't read them. Yeah, I'm well aware. But they're glowing. I don't like the fact (sighs) that they're glowing. I've seen a lot of these same marks. Warren was obsessed with this garbage. That one there, that one there, that one over there. This is definitely the same script. We should destroy this. Sol looks at Vera. Grub it down with water again? With Okay. I'll, Let's try uh, that first. I'll create water and try to get rid of it. All right. <laughs> you cast create water and start to try to scrub one of the stones. He activates something. Yeah, it's not really effective, it appears. Do you want to touch the symbols or just try to scrub them with some other thing? I'd rather scrub them with some other thing. Yeah. I would scrub them with a pole. Okay. Like a 10-foot clown <laughs> pole. <laughs> I have a question. What notebook did Levette write all the notes about Warren's study? That was in her session log. I see. Okay. Well, Sol has some evil written glyphs that they have, so they're gonna kind of damage those while we're working on the runes. I have a question. Mm -hmm. So uh, these runes affect living things, right? So far. What if I went and scrub-a-dubbed them? Go for it. Jesus Christ. Hmm. Have the scrubs done anything while we're working on them, by the Not way? Not really. The, scrubbing it with water hasn't doesn't seem to have any effect on the, the cell. Oh. Uh, well, we need soap. That's why. <laughs> no, it's what's missing. Fair point. Soap, soap is useful. Actually, I have soap in my... Uh, well, good. What? Of course I, you, have, I ha- you should. Everyone in the party should have soap in their inventory. I have soap in my inventory. If you don't have soap in your inventory, it means you're a, a dirty, dirty butt. Druid. I don't know. <laughs> I have someone Although. I can call to take me to a place for nice baths. Oh, true. well then. <laughs> Soul has people for that. Uh-huh. Soul actually owns an entire bathroom, um, so... I, I tell you what, I take a sliver of soap and get a good lather. Does the soap help at all? Actually, Just giggles. actually, yes, it does. Really? <gasps> yeah, boy! Okay, uh, Soul's gonna cast Mirror Image to get this to go faster. It's not how Mirror Image works. Yeah. What? It doesn't? Do it. No, oh, come on. No, I'm sorry. Aww. <laughs> I wish it were. Not how Mirror Image works. That would be cool. I need everyone in the party to make a perception check. Okay. Oh, oh nat 20 for Marcus! Nice. Uh, 29. Oh, fuck. My end. 23 for me. Wow, great roll so far. So we got a 25 from Marcus, a 29 from Vera, a 23 from Sol, and a 7 from Levette. And And an 11 from Archie. Archie. Good going, Archie. Good going, Archie. While Levette and Archie are working on whatever it is they're doing, Marcus, Vera, and Sol, you you all notice a figure move between two of the stones nearby. Uh-oh. It was fast and moving on four legs. Oh, fuck. I cast Uh, invisibility. Wow. Okay, then. (laughs) Everybody, something's near us. Defensive stance. Yep. All right. Okay, yeah. I'm going to take formation. Archie and I will come up behind Vera. All right. You see uh, something dart between a few other stones. It's smaller than the creatures you you were attacked by back in town. Uh, And this one is is, uh, running on four legs instead of two. And it's not really a loping run so much as an actual, like, quadrupedal dog-like 
run. You get a better look at it. It appears to be a wolf. Oh, just a plain old wolf. Kind of. It's pure white. Like it's it's its fur is white and it's an albino. It's eh, not quite albino. No. It's it's I guess its fur is more snow colored. Okay. Adorable. It's staying about a hundred feet away from the party currently. I mean, it's not stopping you guys from scrubbing, right? Oh, wow. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. I mean, hey. If I start scrubbing while invisible, it'll, like, get rid of the spell. That's all. Okay. That's, that doesn't make you that much more heroic. Soul isn't heroic, though. No, Soul has never been ro- heroic. Or that much less hypocritical. With a nat huh? 20, can I get a bonus or nat 20? Are we able to pinpoint where it is now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, a, you have a general idea where it is. I mean, it's it's pretty easy to spot once it's moving because it's, it's contrast with the rest of the area so much. Does it seem to be, like, watching us or something? Yeah, it's watching you guys. Just watching? Okay. Uh, as far as you can tell, yeah. Could be a druid that hasn't been affected, potentially. Ooh, or it could also nice. just be a fucking wolf. <laughs> to be uh, fair, I'm not really sure. What? Marcus, want to keep on uh, working on those? Yeah, uh, I'm uh, just keep an eye out for that thing. I'm going to keep scrubbing. I'll be watching. I am scrub, going scrub, to scrub, scrub, slap mage armor, I think, on Archibald. Also, I wave at the wolf. Make a wild empathy check, please. Oh, <laughs> that is a seven. Okay. You call out to it, and it steps out a little bit from one of the stones, and you get a better look at it. There it is. The one thing you notice that's strange about it is that you can see from the distance that one of its ears is pierced. It actually, it has an earring. Ah, it's a 90s wolf. And it has like some sort of uh, decorative ear piercing, which is, I will say, very unusual for a wolf. It's so edgy. Except in the 90s, apparently. It seems to have a piercing on its ear. I'm... Pretty oh. sure this isn't any normal wolf. It also looks very, very gaunt. Like it's it's starving. Hmm. Uh, we have bones oh. with us. <laughs> I'm gonna get Archie to keep scrubbing, and I'm gonna draw my crossbow just to be safe. Oh wow, that's good. Could oh, I? Do. do we have some meat? Could I use Good Beetle and send them its way? No, the Good Beetles are they they're far too fat to walk. <laughs> <laughs> I will throw it to it. Okay. Like a lob toss. Okay. You uh you count you you take out a good beetle and you lob it over toward it and you you make the throw and it ends up being we'll be generous and say you make it about halfway to the to the wolf. It sniffs the air and sort of like very carefully pads forward toward you guys and uh gets to where it's about fifty feet away and it it sniffs up and it gets the good beetle and it, it eats it off the ground. It looks at you all and kind of cocks its head to the side. I'll send a few more over to it just to hopefully help it. Okay. Uh, you toss a couple more, and it continues moving forward, still kind of mostly wary of your party, but not really looking all that threatening. We, I don't believe we have to worry about this one. Soul is, like, scrubbing. <laughs> they, they can still be invisible, apparently, if they scrub, so they're going to just start scrubbing <laughs> the symbols again. There's just... You just see like a rag moving up and down against one of these. Against <laughs> one of these. Rag. Yeah, it's a soapy rag, and it's just moving up and down, and it's just sort of like trying to wear this whatever it is off of these stones. So the wolf will pad ever closer as it's kind of like sniffing and, and investigating all of you. And then there's like this this guttural noise comes from it. Uh, it's not quite a bark, and it's not quite a growl. Oh, Darcy makes those noises. <laughs> but it, it says, Whoa. "Who are you?" 
We are here to hopefully help. The portal seems to be tainted with markings from a diabolical nature, some god of unknown origins. Soul moves the rag up and down to like pretend like it's a knot and then continues scrubbing. <laughs> Marcus is just happily scrubbing away. Druid's gone. All of them? Turned. Is there any way to fix it? It paws at the ground and sort of like looks down. Makes kind of a whining sound. Aww. Is this a male voice or a female voice? Or on like... Well, uh, you've never spoke to a wolf, so you don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know. Okay. <laughs> you don't really know how their voices sound, so... It Androgynous! Could, it could be either. <laughs> you don't know. Um, <clears throat> Soul's gonna kind of speak up. Uh, excuse me. It's a talking You're not... <laughs> like it just looks crinkled like if soul wasn't invisible it would be like kind of like right next to their chest and they kind of would curl up into themselves a little bit uh, just a question you're not here to hurt us are you no oh um soul lets down their invisibility then soul. when you're talking i was saying you hold the rag like a puppet i was i was hoping you were making to make a puppet out of it yeah yeah <laughs> talk, talk with the rag <laughs> Well, they were moving it around enough, so... Smelled like food. I don't That would be Vera's good beetles! They taste like apples. <laughs> they do. Are these markings what cause the transformations? Yes. Scrub, 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 scrub. How'd they get here? Traveler. Ooh, you... Who? Man. What did this man look like? I don't think we're gonna get much out of this wolf. <laughs> the wolf kind of, like, turns his head to the side... Man. Well, we're mostly women, so you're in luck. Uh, ooh, can I dispel magic? Let me dispel magic off this wolf. What? <laughs> Why would you do it, that? I, I think it is a transformed person. I think, uh, it, I think it is. Maybe you'll dispel its ability to speak. Ah, fuck. <laughs> I would just leave the wolf alone and not cast anything on it so that we don't seem terrible. <sighs> How are we doing on these runes, by the way, as me and Marcus are scrubbing them? You're, you're making progress. I mean, this is going to take a long time to scrub these things Woo! down, but you, you're making progress. Thankfully, we um, have our lights up. Are we safe from the Tainted Ones at the moment? It looks around, sniffs the air, for now. Uh... Scrubs faster! <laughs> if you'd be so kind, I'd like it if you could stay a while. If you let me prepare, I could talk to you more easily. Druid's hunting. I wait. They're at the town? They're at, they're at the town? If they're uh -oh. hunting. Uh-oh. Well, we got, we got the ones that went to the town, maybe. Ooh, didn't, didn't tell him that. That might have been them. How I, many? How many in total were they? The wolf kind of like blinks and looks around. I want to killed. know how many exactly there were in total to see if it's more than the number we killed, at least. Yeah, exactly. You get the sense that the wolf doesn't have a good grasp of mathematics. Yeah, I was oh! thinking that too. I was like, all right, we're going to have to wait till the wolf can like communicate language because it doesn't really understand numbers. Uh, I want to keep scrubbing on this so that like it can stop whatever's happening, but I have a feeling that uh, the townsfolk are getting eaten currently. I mean, we're, we're too, we're too far away to really do anything anyways, though. Yeah, they did. Dude. Oh no, our puppy. <laughs> the dog. I was going to say she fends them off. I was like, oh no, wait, they're going to kill our dog. I, I hope they don't all die. I want them to build my stuff. Gosh, I really don't have any spells to make this like go faster. Fuck. Oh, let me see. What do I got? I do, but I would have to get rid of Archie and then if someone snuck up on us, it would be bad. Yes. So, uh, yes. True. Would. so the wolf asks, you make 
bad magic go away? That's what we're trying to do. I hope so. Did they try the power of scrubbing? It's going to kill us. Good. Bad magic is bad. (laughs) Agreed. Thank you. We have a lot of similar thoughts. Wolfie, do you have a name? No. (laughs) Damn it. I mean, that's a fair answer to that question. (laughs) No. Gunter. I was hoping for a different answer. (laughs) Wait, thank you, no. I saw, I guess, so soap helped No, I think his name is no. (laughs) It is no. So I think we're still scrubbing then. Yeah, we're all still scrubbing while this conversation is happening. Yep. Ooh, is Karis's Skelly Man like helping too? All four of them are helping. Yay! Oh, oh my. <laughs> Man, I was expecting, I had a variety of expectations for this session, but group janitorial service was not one of them. <laughs> I feel like we're on a side quest at the moment. This is the main quest, baby. <laughs> Yeah, this is the main quest for you. was the side quest. No, 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 no. Hello, adventurer. Please go scrub my pillars. Oh, that's what Whoa. You're... Whoa, dude. <laughs> we don't run that kind of game here. Also, <laughs> also tune... multiple pillars? You'll have to... <laughs> what are you, a pillars, dude. They're fucked up. <laughs> Fucking a kidnap people. a kidnap pillar? <laughs> Beardy, I'd like to look at the uh, markings. What... Does it look like they're made with? You're not sure if it's some sort of ink or what. It could be ashes. It could be ink. It could be blood. You don't really know because it's sort of glowing faintly. And when you wash it off, it sort of just turns into like black water. Uh, Typically, you would use an ink for this. The standard arcana, actual like writing of runes and things like that, would either be done as as a inlay, like you would actually like dig out and chisel it in, or you would apply ink to it to add something. This appears to be the ink route. You're just not sure what the ink is made of. Okay, so it might be some special kind of ink. Could be, or it could be normal ink. But either way, it's coming off of soap. Lovett, could I uh, borrow an ink vial if you have any? Claim not to use out of it, but uh, sure. I uh, dip my finger in and go to one of the symbols, and I'd like to make a mark through it to make it not whatever symbol it's trying to actually be and see if that does anything. Okay. I'd, I'd like to try and basically oh, no. tamper with whatever <laughs> symbol this uh, is. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. Oh, no, that already happened. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Cool. I was gonna be me. Damn it. Oh no, here's what here's what happens. So you are going to change the marking on this one. And this is one that's still active, right? This is what this is not one that you have already scrubbed out. Yeah. We were trying not to have it on our skin. I would not do it with my finger then, but I would do it with uh like cloth of some kind. Right, but but we're talking about one that has not yeah. been yes. scrubbed. In the, okay. the science experiment was to see if it would neutralize it. Oh, lovely. Okay. Oh no. All right. Well, um, I want I want you to roll a d100. Oh no. A what? That's awesome. Oh, that's so cool. Forty-three. Okay. Oh no. Okay. Nice knowing you. Stop it. Everybody gets to have really bad things happen to them, except well, except Marcus. Um, I am a bad thing. Yeah, I, exactly. I am the, the one the moral who moral of the story is nihilism. It's don't try to make things better because <laughs> you can't. Just embrace the shittiness. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> 
I was enjoying washing things for a really long period of time. <laughs> no, you weren't. No, you weren't. Your character would not. Manual labor? You're kidding me. They are very happy to get rid of these symbols. Yes, sure. but manual labor. That doesn't matter. Uh, not with these. So, Beardy, uh, still there? <laughs> yeah. Trying to figure out what happened. Y- yeah, I'm consulting a thing, and this isn't looking are good. Are we just doing everything early, or...? <laughs> no, no, no. This is... This is... So... We're gonna get a robot arm now. I guess Vera is actually secretly an agent of the enemy. I have to ask Grow to get you a robot arm now, (laughs) and throwing it off as an accident. I don't. I don't think uh, getting a new arm would be uh, the most like hard thing for Malifra to grant me. Ooh, <laughs> gross! That'd be that would sick. be pretty cool. Soul would try to Dude, find a different solution. What if you, you prosthetically attach your scythe to your arm? Okay, <laughs> no, that's no. stupid. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be cool. All right, I'm gonna do something here, and we're gonna figure out. All right, one second. Yo. So, uh, what I need you to do is first. Firstly, what is Vera's alignment. My alignment, I believe it is uh, chaotic neutral. Chaotic neutral. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, you have altered the stone in such a way that you've created what is known as a magical mishap. Uh, Your random roll determined that what it's going to do is it is a mind-affecting mishap and what it's going to do is it's going to fuck with your alignment. So that that's something. So we need to figure out, we, we're going to make some random rolls here, and we're going to figure out if you're going to shift in what direction. So the first thing is if you're going to shift on the lawful chaotic axes or the good evil axes. So roll a d4, and if it's odd, it's lawful or chaotic, and if it's even, it'll be good or evil. Okay. So go ahead and roll a d4. All right, a d4? Yeah. Okay. That's the good and evil axes. Oh, shit. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, I was not expecting this one today. All right. <laughs> Basically, this thing has uh, tampered with your brain, and it's going to change your perception of the way you look at the universe, in such a way, at least. At least in some degree. So mm-hmm. we need to see if this shifts you up or down. Go ahead and roll another d4. Interesting. Okay. You have now gone from being chaotic neutral to chaotic good. Ooh. So... To, to be fair, I was kind of on the line anyways. Yeah. So... Well, this this just shifted you up to chaotic good. This may make me uh, a little bit even more remorseful from what I've done. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, probably so. So now, if you were if you were sort of on the edge of chaotic good already, then this probably just threw you all the way along the good axes. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll let you deal with that how you will. So before, before we do this, is this okay? Yes. Okay. This is okay. Okay. Alrighty. So, is there anything that is there any way that Vera would react to this, or would it be just something? I don't that know if Vera would even realize it. Okay. Uh, you just might find yourself giving people more chances, okay. or you know, or just having it, you know, just a general. Uh, it's difficult to say. I mean, I'll leave that up to your role playing. Yeah. Okay. But I'll I'll describe what happens uh, in the other channel. All right. All right. So, oh, no. uh, Vera gets some ink on a stick and starts futzing with. Um, one of the the pillars. How, how well does that go for him? Not well. Uh, so what happens is the symbols will like flash all at once and then go dim. Uh, all and then, all of them? Well, no, no, just okay. the one Vera was futzing with. It's gonna flash and Vera's gonna kind of like you know stumble back for a second uh, and then it just goes dim and shuts off. So whatever you did, you you shorted it out essentially. Well, that's good. Uh, all of them that, that way or just that one? 
Just that one stone. Okay. Okay. Oh, I guess... So, I guess we could just do that then, instead of wasting so much time. <laughs> Sol puts their hand out in front of Marcus and is like, wait, Farah, are you okay? Um, just like, shakes her head. I, I think so. Yeah, everything's fine. Okay. Did that hurt you? You you stumbled back? Do you see anything weird? Uh, everything seems fine. Um, I don't, did, did it stop? It, it, so it's completely, like the... It seems yeah. like that stone is deactivated. Correct. Yeah, that stone is no longer glowing. I mean, I don't know if, if the magic's gone or not. We, we should probably still scrub it down. Okay. Should we do that to the others? I mean, I don't see why not. Soul goes over and touches Vera's. Oh, sure, you're okay. Oh, and then like <laughs> immediately takes their hand back, like scared to touch. I say they. Her. Vera probably didn't notice. I think they're just kind of like, hmm. Everything feels fine. Okay. Soul curiously puts their hand on Vera's shoulder and kind of just leaves it there. So what are we using to, to mark these out? We're not using only the ink. They kind of like are still a little bit moving around. Just, mm. Okay, so if Sol sees that Vera's slightly uncomfortable, Sol happily takes her hand back <laughs> and like totters off again. Um, can, can I have my ink back? Oh, of course. So I'll handle it, her ink vial. I don't have anything to draw with. I, like, I can't write my notes without my ink. We can buy more ink when we get back. Well, I might have notes to take before we get back. It might be important. If something happens, if this causes a reaction of some sort, then it would be important to document it. Hmm. You wouldn't write the symbols down, though, would you? I mean, I would need to do that. I don't think. Why? I, I suppose they don't know that I have a collection of the entire alphabet, but uh, enough to use this reference, like I did with Samuel. I'm not very happy with that to begin with. Well, it's only as a means to an end. If you say the yeah, presence turns out to be dangerous on its own, I can get rid of that page. And through gritted teeth, I don't know if it's loud enough for Karis to hear, but they're definitely in front of Levette. So Sol says, well, we could just show them Karis's body instead of having them written down. Well, I didn't know about that when I wrote them down. And I... Don't no, we knew about you. them since the Gnome Lands. Yes, I wrote them down in Lands then. Yes, so why do you still have them? Well, first of all, would you want to show people your body every time we need to talk about this? Soul's expression is very cold. No. And we don't know that they're dangerous on their own. It might be the application. Soul's eyes kind of glare a little. They, they seem to be quite uh, powerful within the walls of Warren's room. And those are just walls, if I am correct. Any presence of these should be destroyed. Why, so? Do you, you want bad things to happen? Enemy. What does that mean? Do you want the world to end? No, but what does that mean? They'll bring it. Who? The world? We're building it? Those who use this terrible, terrible magic. Well, we're not using the magic. I'm not using it. It shouldn't be spread. It should be burned. I'm not spreading it. You showed someone. You t- telling me you do not trust him? I don't. Soul gets really quiet. I don't trust a lot of people now. With that, at least. It is because how you anyone knowledge that is good or bad. So the knowledge itself does not have properties like that. Many Just... people use the knowledge I use to. Make my machines to do terrible things, but then we have Archibald. And there are plenty of elves who would say that the entire art is sacrilegious. Okay, Sol currently has a blank expression, 
but isn't looking at you and is more as so looking at your obsession log. Kind of tuck it away. How many pillars are left, by the way? That's a good question. Let me let me see here real quick. I like it's downhill. <laughs> so that's roughly what this looks like. Like I said, some of them are arches, some of them are just standing stones. But there's there's a bunch. There's quite a few. Okay. And how many do we have left? I mean, th- this would take the better part of a day or longer to do by hand. I guess we just keep going. You'd, you'd run out of soap before you can finish. Fuck. Oh, no. So. Can we just destroy them? You try. Something tells me that they're, they're protected against everything but soap. <sighs> don't, don't mistake me. I only have this written down so we can have more allies in our fight. We need to let people know what we are fighting against. Is there any magic coming from where you've written in your uh, notes? I will use my gauntlet to detect magic and see if there is. You cast a detect magic on them, but not read magic, correct? I don't think anybody can do that. I tried. That's how I lost an eye. Oh, you can. Yeah, yeah you can. It's a cantrip. All right. Well, you cast detect magic. They, I mean, they're magical runes. Now, you copy them down in what? In the same sequence they were written in? Uh-oh. Right? So you copy down, down what was what was written there. So you basically cop, copy the spell down without knowing what it was or what spell you were copying. So essentially, yes, it is magical. Roughly. Now, whether you can use it is a whole different question. But yeah, does it still carry the potential to be magical? Absolutely. Does it function as a spell right now? No. So, so I guess the question, I think what we're looking for is if it's emanating. In the right? obsession log? No, it's not emanating magic. Okay. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you didn't care about the answer to the question. No, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> yeah, when the symbols are out, though, like when Levette like opened it and stuff, Sol wasn't like directly looking at the obsession log anymore, and is just looking at Levette's face while she did that. Gotcha. They don't like looking. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> They've right. been shaking the entire time. <laughs> uh, I did not pull the pages out. You didn't. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I just detected to see if it's pointing towards my book. And if it's not, then that's good. Pointing? Right. Well, whatever. If they if I detected magic. I, the fluff for my detect magic is that I have a little dial on my gauntlet. It's like a like a compass. Okay. Well, I assume that we're still scrubbing. Yeah. But we're going to run out of soap. Mm-hmm. That's... So what do we do? Go back to the village and say, get more soap? Ask the dog how we would destroy these or if we can destroy Funny. them. Funny you should mention that because the wolf is smelling the air again. Uh oh. And says, run. Peace out. With Dry. Hopefully, we did something that positive. All right. So, yeah. you, uh. <laughs> the, uh party, yeah. the party begins to, uh, to beat feet to get the fuck out of there. Do we want to? I thought we want to stop them. Oh, <laughs> or, or, all right. What do you want to do? I was going to uh, run. I think it's probably best if we run. Uh, uh, man, every time I, I think we're gonna run, we, we fight, and every time I think we're gonna fight, we run. I, uh, we we are in a kill box, as they call it. We don't have any idea how many there are. No, but if we, I'm running. Should I put away Archie? Are we gonna run? If we put run, then I'm gonna summon a monster instead of Archibald because that can distract them and I can run away. But I want to leave him behind. Why don't you just have him run with us? Like, well, I can, but uh, they could distract. They could they could buy us time. Uh, I think well, they don't last time. I think that's a bad idea. Yeah, I think but that's a bad that, idea. It's up to you. Terrible idea. Why? Uh, because then we don't have uh, a tank. A tank. Right. All right, fine. If we're not fighting, then we don't need them, but fine. No, but... Just no. in but case they, they catch up to us, because they're probably faster than us. 
Okay, Way let's go. faster. We're in a kill box right now. We're not. We are not well defended. I think we need I think to we beat be feet well out of there. Beat feet out of there. All yep. right. So you guys run off. Uh, I'm guessing in the direction of town. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You run off in the direction of town, and you hear in the distance uh, howling of wolves. In the direction of town or behind us? Behind you guys. So somewhere from the south or west. Ooh. You hear the howling of wolves. Lots of them. And uh, I'm going to guys... activate... Wait, let me just... Oh, we'll check. I don't think that would work. Tongues? Because it's animal. It's not affect animals, right? No, but they're lichens. No, it's, right, tongue... it... it's just howls. Will... Like, they're not really uh... like, talking to each other. I don't know if we got they got close enough to us that I could talk and let... Oh, let, talk to them, I see. Like, it, it's ten minute per level, so... Yeah. <laughs> but you'd also Just have to case. stop... You'd also have to stop running to cast it, so it's up to you. God oh. damn. And also, it'd get rid of your invisibility. It would? I assume, yes. right? It just says it on the bottom, like... Right. Thus, an playing. invisible being can open doors, talk, eat, climb stairs, summon monsters, and have them attack, cut the ropes holding a rope <laughs> bridge while enemies are on the bridge... <laughs> Remotely trigger traps, open a por- 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 portillos to release attack dogs, Wait, and so, so forth. So the only thing that <laughs> can stop it is an attack. Then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, aggressive actions break it. But I like that they specified cutting the ropes of a rope bridge. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. That was an that argument. That argument happened. <laughs> <laughs> that situation Dude. took place, and there was an argument about that that probably ended friendships. I mean, let's, let's be honest, that is kind of an attack, right? Right, exactly. Whoa, That's oh what... shit, argument's not over. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, we are D&D and D&D law firm. Yeah, we're a rule lawyer for you. Rule lawyer law firm. Yeah, fuck though, I didn't know you could summon monsters while invisible. That's actually pretty useful, fuck. Alright, so as you guys are running to the back to the town... You hear wolves behind you at your feet, and that is where we're going to have to close for the evening. Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music, and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Do so on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd, or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kanesha. Until next time.